All right, guys, Peter here, financial coach, and I want to talk about coaching intakes, evaluations, assessments, those types of things, uh, because I saw a question on here about, you know, which coaching intake, which evaluation, financial evaluation should I use best? What are the best things to use? And this has come from a long experience in working with people. And I would say that at least in my clientele, uh, financial coaching assessments don't matter. Now, do I still have them? And, and I think here's what's the problem, is that a lot of people think that having this resource, this financial coaching resource, this assessment evaluation, and giving it to the client is going to show them that, hey, I've got a polished uh, business here, that if you answer these questions, it's going to give me a lot of insight, we're gonna dive right into it. But I will tell you, there's probably two things to keep in mind here. Um, one, you probably don't need the assessment because people who want to work with you and people who need that rapport and who are going to volunteer up their financial information, which is very personal, it's probably one of the most personal topics you can talk about, you know, don't necessarily want to put that down on paper, hand it off to you, and then have you start uh, spewing back that information. Most people will give you the information that you need once that trust is established and the assessment does not do that. The assessment with a nice logo or even a good assessment, maybe based on the CFPB or uh, kind of the, the, the feeling assessments, the one through 10 assessments, those types of things, uh, don't necessarily establish any trust. And what I would say is that, you know, for me, even though I have assessments and sometimes people will take them and sometimes people will take them before they reach out to me, I almost never use them. And in fact, I'm trying to think of back to a, a situation right now where someone has said, hey, I took that assessment, didn't you look at that? Because I can't even think of one. Because most times, people want to start that engagement by me asking them, you know, what brings you in today? What's on your mind? You know, what's, what's uh, something that you're working on? You know, what are you focusing on? What are you trying to improve, right? Because that opens the door for them to give me the context and share their experiences and not just share the data, right? Like how much debt do I have on a scale of one to six or whatever it might be, right? So people want to have that conversation and oftentimes you're going to use that first 15, 20, 30 minutes, maybe even more sometimes for people to share that information and feel confident that you're not judging them, that you're not going to push back and try to adjust them or, or chastise them in any way. Because those first few minutes are the ones where now you're going to build that rapport and that trust. And that's going to give you the foundation for being able to discuss with them openly and sometimes in a, uh, a critical way and sometimes in a way that has to um, be you know, prime so that they can take that information and apply it to their life because sometimes it's gonna be a big change for them or sometimes it's going to feel like an attack on the way they've been doing something or on their value system. And so sometimes these things are going to be a bit of a challenge and if you haven't established that rapport at the beginning and that trust level, you know, that you're never gonna get there. And often that means that that part of the discussion is going to be covering everything that would be in the assessment plus right it's going to be all the information you're going to be gathering all the information oftentimes more information right in actual inventory of their debts or whatever it might be and then it's going to be talking about where it came from and why it's uh, burdensome to them and why it's ailing them or holding them back mentally or holding them back financially, you know, or maybe even physically too, right? Or hampering their health and those types of things. So you want to get all this context and them sharing it with you verbally or in person uh, or even sometimes in an email or a chat is going to be far more valuable than them, I think, taking the assessment and just giving that off to you and then you coming in guns blaze and kind of trying to answer that. So do I have assessments, intakes, evaluations? Absolutely. And for some people, you know, if I'm doing a group session, what I'll have them do is do that because what I need them to do is kind of look at their state, their current state uh, for themselves because 
Um, maybe after that group session, I'm actually not going to be working with anyone. We're, we're trying to give them some tools so that they can take all of that and do it on their own. You know, that's where I can use some of those things. But even still, it's 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 probably not ideal. But for anyone that I am looking to engage with personally or even over a long period of time, I don't ever ask them to take the assessment. And uh, like I said, they can do that on their own if they want. But in most cases, we don't need that. And we use that beginning time to do that themselves. So if you're thinking about assessments, if you think that's going to open the floodgates for you for clients, if you think that's the big piece you're missing, you're probably missing uh, that first opening connect, the, the connect session, which is what I call it, kind of just finding out about people, learning about people. You're probably not using that as well as you could be. And so focus on establishing that because um, you have to earn every session after that. I'll talk about that more in a video, but you have to be providing value and you have to be earning the next meeting. So that's it. Don't worry about assessments. See you later.